Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash we owe you one. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's audibletrial.com forward slash we owe you one. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. We owe you one. Philly Sixers Talk Podcast. Episode 10, I believe. Dime time. Let's go. Recapping a good draft, y'all, a couple days ago. Of course, everybody knows Ben Simmons, number one, Philly. I love the pick. I think closer to the draft that we got, the consensus grew and grew. It was no longer a question. Everybody jumped on the bandwagon. The media, the reporters, the fan base as a whole, the city as a whole. Ben Simmons was the pick. It wasn't a question as we got down to draft day and the hours that counted away. You know, the little tension and apprehension. A little, a little something, something. You know what I mean? I don't know what you want to call it, but whatever it was. You know, you always had that little slight, oh shit, anything could happen before the actual pick is selected. But it was definitely Ben Simmons. Definitely the right pick. Anybody that don't know, been living under rock. That's the basically the best talented skill player out of college. LSU, freshman kid, born and raised in Australia, moved over to the States. Pops, I believe, from uh, New York, used to play ball overseas under Brett Brown. That's how they got, actually, it was cool back in the day, and they kind of linked. And that was our way in, actually, with Ben Simmons. Brett Brown is cool with the pops. So, you know, any anything that helps. But either way, he was coming. We had the number one pick. He couldn't do shit about it. You know what I mean? And, of course, everybody know ben, uh, Brandon Ingram went to the Lakers at number two. Cool dude, you know. Uh, maybe we would, uh, again, maybe somehow put out some type of miraculous trade and got the number two pick. I wouldn't mind having both of them. But it is what it is. Lakers got Ingram. We'll see what goes with that. You know, skinny dude, he's supposed to be a Durant type. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I think that, you know, Durant's like a, a one-in-a-generation gener- player. That dude to be that type of skinny frame-wise and, and put the type of work in that he does. Basically, they're saying he's a clone of Durant. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm thinking more so like Barkley and Baby Barkley back in the day with Clarence Weatherspoon. I'm not sure. You know, I, I'm not wishing to do no bad luck, Ingram, but, you know, just to think he can automatically be another Durant. We'll see. I think he definitely got to put on some pounds there. You know, uh, all in all, I think we had a good draft. Yo, I'm not going to go through every pick. Just a couple here that um, makes sense. Number three pick. I think that was probably the next pick that was most talked about after we grabbed Simmons. Because there was so much rumors going on talk. We we just knew Boston was going to grab Chris Dunn for us. And somehow pull off that trade for either Okafer or Noel. Burr, didn't happen. I was sitting there waiting like everybody else probably that night. Refreshing the Twitter. Looking at all these guys. Feeds. Seeing who maybe had the scoop or the inside track. As far as this trade being confirmed going down. But once they grabbed Jalen Brown, Boston at number three, it kind of deflated everything. I still was waiting for something to go down because I know they had Jalen Brown in there twice, the Sixers, the the practice. So I was like, maybe in the back of their mind, they do like Brown better than Dunn. But of course, at the end of the day, nothing went down with Boston with that trade. So 
you know, a few people was frustrated. I mean, at the, I was a little during the actual real time during the draft because you, you know you, you're excited that energy you want something to go down. But at, you know, after you sleep on it, and you think about it like you know we, we definitely didn't want to get fleece. So if the good best deal wasn't there, then fuck it. We'll, you know, just hold on to our picks. Something to come through. Trade deadline. You know, we can still trade throughout the whole summer. Free agents popping up. So, you know, end of the day, that probably was the best move if Boston was trying to jerk us and not give us anything good. And Chris Dunn actually, speaking of Dunn, went to five to Minnesota and he actually was on the trade block all night. Word is they were trying to get him out of there to grab uh, Jimmy Butler from Chicago. That was probably the biggest rumor of the draft night that. Timberwolves was somehow trying to pry away Butler, reunite him with their coach for Don. It kept updating the the rumors and the tweets. I thought that was actually going to go down at one point, but it didn't. It was all false. Uh, That was pretty much it, man. I'm trying to think uh, anything else notable at the draft. Uh, Of course, Hill went to Denver. Uh, He went to New Orleans. Uh, I think that's that's a good spot for Buddy Hill, the player of the year. You know, spot up, shoot that J, double team from um, that big kid center guy. Oh, man, I'm, I'm I'm tripping right now. I can't think of his name. You know who I'm talking about. Big center kid for the Pelicans anyway. He'll draw that double team, kick it out the hill, shoot those open J's and threes. That should be a good spot for him. Uh, Murray... Jamal Murray, that was another pick that Sixers possibly could have got. He went 7 to Denver. Uh, we'll see. He's with a young team. Moody is their point guard. From what I heard, this kid, he he's a 1-2. slash Like, they handle the ball a lot. We'll see how that go. You, you know, young dudes trying to ball together that want, need the ball in their hand. And they're going to grow together. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. That kind of remind me of Stackhouse and Iverson trying to play together. Both dudes need the ball in their hand. We'll see how it goes there, though. Uh, the kid that I would actually like for the Sixers just to kind of take a fly on. Not sure if he was actually going to, you know, amount to anything. But, you know, was Don Maker, the high school kid, uh, 7-1. Got guard, ball handling skills, can shoot a jumper. You know, just as a fly, you know, after the top 8 to 10 picks, you think, you know, it's all a crapshoot anyway. So I'm thinking maybe 24, 26, he'd be available. I was dead fucking wrong. Looks like uh, Milwaukee Bucks grabbed him at 10. My mouth kind of dropped at that. I definitely didn't see that happen, him going that early. But you know, the draft day, you know, the, the rumors come and these, these, these general managers get light in the ass, get antsy. They, they willing to jump on, grab anybody that they think could potentially be something. So they start gambling. So... I'm kind of actually not surprised he went in the, in the top 10 or 12 draft, uh, you know, lottery picks or whatever. I mean, we'll see. For all I know, he could be a fucking bust, but, you know, that's just a dude I have my eye on. Uh, let's see here. Going down, going down. Uh, Bembry, the St. Joe's Project, uh, you know, star. He went the, uh, 21 to the Hawks. That was a good selection by the Hawks. I like Bembry. I was thinking maybe that was could have could have been a spot we could have grabbed Bembry at twenty four twenty six without one of our picks. You know that was one of the the dudes I was liking. You know maybe as a backup guy come off the bench, energy 
just a ball player. Can score, rebound, pass, you know, a little bit of everything. Um, another guy was like him, Malachi Richardson, the guard out of Syracuse. He was gone as well. Let's see here. Uh, just taking a quick look at this draft thing. He went 22, right, the pick right after to the Hornets. So we'll see. I'll, I'll keep an eye on those two dudes throughout the course of the season, see what they do. I liked. I, I, I thought we was going to do them. Grab them. Uh, who we did do, who we did grab, of course, was, you know, these uh, international dudes. I don't have much on them. I, I checked out the YouTube clips like everybody. Uh, Lulau from France, the 24th pick. Supposed to be a D and 3 guy. Uh, same thing for this other guy, Cormitz, Turkey League. D and three guy, they both play shooting guard slash slash uh, small forward position. So you know if they pan out, if they actually can fucking get out their contract, these uh, draft and stash. I don't know, that's the new hot term now, draft and stash and shit. If one of them or both of them can get into the league, play with the squad, you know they they basically dudes that have come off the bench. D and three is self explanatory. You know, San Antonio made that term famous with the Bruce Bowens and, uh, oh, my God, they had a million of them guys. I can't even think. The guy that's on their team right now, I think his name is Green. Light-skinned guy, you know, D and 3. Don't really have to do much else as far as responsibilities. So, I mean, if one of both work out and we become good in a year or two, they're definitely going to compliment Simmons. You know, he's going to need those type players around him, those spot-up guys. To just knock it down and, and, you know, with deadly accuracy, not think about it, not brick that shit. He kick it out, you got to knock it down. So eventually we're going to need those type players. Probably not this year. We'll see how it goes. I know they're going to have learning pains. But, but then you know, within the near future, one or both work out, that'll be cool. I'm, I'm okay with those picks. I mean, at that point, who else was they really going to grab? You know, everybody was feeling for a point guard at that point. Wasn't really much left that, you know, can do anything, I'm thinking. Uh, a lot of people were saying the Spurs made out with uh, the Jante Murray going to 29 with those guys. They're saying the Spurs did it again. Diamond in the rough. This guy's going to be part of their, you know, their rotation. Uh, they duped everybody that, you know, that this, you know the shit talking that they're eating that the Spurs normally get that they Last or next to last draft picks every year work out and become part of their rotation. Uh, we'll see. You know, uh, nothing against the dude. If it works out, cool. Uh, another guy they was looking at uh, was Tyler Eulis, point guard. He went in the second round uh, to Phoenix. So they Phoenix got about 50 million point guards right now. So I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. From what I heard, it's actually the fifth active Kentucky guard at that. Like, who the hell is on Kentucky working with Phoenix? They got five Kentucky guards currently on their roster. What the hell is that about? Hey, I mean, I guess, fuck it. If it works, it works. But um, for you, the listeners of We All You One, Philly Sixers Talk Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to go check out their service. I just initiated my free trial. I selected the Dream Team. How Michael Magic, Larry Charles, and the greatest of all time changed the game of basketball forever. It's narrated by Dick Hill. I'm going to get at a shot, see how it goes. Primarily, I probably listen to mine when I do my morning workouts on the treadmill, plug in the iPhone, and check it out, see how it goes. You can get your free trial again at audiotrial.com forward slash we owe you one. Hey, I mean, I guess, fuck it. If it works, it works, but... um. That was maybe another guy the Sixers could have grabbed. Uh, that was about it, man. I'm going to be honest with you. After the Sixers picks, 
I tuned out, you know, second round. Who knows? If they're all crap shoots. Those if any of these guys work out. You know what I mean? So I ain't be honest, I zoomed out at that point. My good drinks was kicking in. I think I had a little uh Bacardi rum at that point. It was settling in. So I definitely probably tuned it out, start uh getting on Twitter, reading reports about our draft picks and any possible trades going on at that point. I was tuned into that to see if any trades were going down. I pretty much tuned out of the draft at that point. Uh, so we're ready to go. Uh, you know, Ben Simmons, I'm not going to get into it. He did like a million interviews, all the media outlets asking the same dumb ass, excuse me, same dumb fucking questions. Have you had a cheesesteak? What the cheesesteak tastes like? What the color of the cheesesteak? What kind of sneaks you had on? Why you eating, why you eating the cheesesteak? Did you eat it rocking, eat it running the rock steps? All that bullshit is like, come on, man. I can't do it no more. I done tuned out that, uh, uh, I can't do it no more with them dumb ass questions. Let's see. Well, unfortunately, though, the big story a day after the kid Ben Simmons, his first cousin, after celebrating the draft with him, uh, he passed away. Got uh, was in a hit and run accident Saturday night or Friday night, I believe, right after the draft up in New York or Jersey, I believe. His first cousin was actually at the draft celebrating with him. The kid hit and run driver man popped him man he passed away. So you know that was unfortunate. Sorry to hear about that. That that had to been. Some crazy emotions to go through. You get drafted, and then the next day, your peoples pass away on some hit-and-run bullshit. So, you know, definitely my condolences there. That was some bullshit, man. Uh, uh, anything. Let's see. What what else is popping? Uh, okay. So, I'm going through my little notes today. I see that another possible trade is on the books, possibly. I'm seeing that Okafor, maybe for Jordan Clarkson, is heating up. At this point, I don't know if it's a rumor, shit talk, if it's, you know, maybe a doable. Um, Reddit, because it it actually makes a little sense. I think we need a little bit more, of course, with uh, Jordan Clarkson. I wouldn't do it straight up, but um, I like Clarkson, you know. He put up numbers on a bad team, but he's not, he's a ball player, you know. You you know, you got to be worried guys putting up numbers on bad teams, but he passed the eye test. He's not just, he's not a swaggy pick. Playing on a bad team, just throwing shit up. He making his numbers look good. He actually kid looks like he can actually ball. He has a brain on his head. So if they could somehow pull that off, I, I wouldn't mind Jordan Clarkson. Uh, you know, he can definitely start for us. You know, this year because obviously, of course, we our point guard, shooting guard is, is in disarray. So he definitely have a clear lane to start. Again, Ben Simmons, kicking and dishing. You know, I think he can knock down some open J's and threes, fours. I, I like that match right there. And um, let me see. I'm not sure what his contract looking like as far as, you know, if that was to go down, what his contract and numbers is looking like if he were to, you know, make this a, make this a possibility. But I think, you know, he's a young dude. I can't. I believe the contract can't be crazy. Anyway, we'll see about that. Uh, right now, they're saying possible. I'm not sure. Some reports got a possible trade. The other report says he's a restricted free agent. Sixers going to go after him as a free agent. And, of course, the Lakers love him, don't want to give him away or match whatever the, whatever they got to do to keep, keep Jordan. So, you know, that, that just it made sense. So that definitely made me want to speak about that. That caught my eye. Uh, other than that, nothing really right now. Still slow. You know things that heat up. Uh, they're saying Ben Simmons' agent bullshitting might not let him play the summer league. I don't know, I'm not sure what that's about. 
I definitely want to see the kid in summer league, you know, see what he can do. We already know Embiid's not playing, so him and Embiid not playing in summer league, it's like, wow. Why even why why even fill the team? Like what else is it to, to check out and see? I don't want to see nobody else in the summer league. So hopefully that's a rumor. Hopefully they can get him to play, man. Fuck that. I want to see him play. Uh what else? What else? What else? What else? Sarah shit, uh, same thing from what I heard. They saying uh, July 15th, July 17th is the actual deadline where he either got to say yay or nay if he's coming to the Sixers. I'm so tired of this shit. I feel like I'm a uh, housewife on the couch watching soaps, the young and the restless. Like, I never experienced so much bullshit with a player coming to play for our team. This is unbelievable. I understand this Asian's doing it because of the whole salary cap increase this year. Next year, they're trying to basically wait out this rookie contract so he can sign a regular free agent contract and get that big bread. And I don't fault that, but it's just like, man, this shit crazy. Like, you would think this dude is is, is the truth. And he come over here and be trash. You know, Y'all know what we're going to do to him after all this waiting and anticipating. You get over here and you fucking... Uh, Stauskas 2.0, we're going to shit on you. And he really going to want to fucking leave Philly. So, I don't know. They better get it together, man. I think you better come over here, take your lumps this year, see how it go. You definitely um, call him a stretch four, so he definitely could play with Simmons. He's a basketball player, pass first, shoot type of player. So, you know, automatically that it makes sense to play with Simmons. He's, not, he's that type of dude. He's not like a ball hog, so. If we were to ever get the fuck over here, that'd be cool. So we'll see on the Savage. You know, we'll have our normal weekly Savage updates and, and see what the hell happens. Make, make you know, we'll see what goes there. Let's see what else is popping, man. That's about it. Uh, little note, her AI. It was a crazy turnout for the draft party downtown. Egan's Oval, Oval, the Rocky statue. It was like three, four, five thousand people. People's out there for the whole draft thing, man. That's love right there. Her AI was in the building. Dr. J was in the building. I actually went to the website myself, tried to grab some tickets. That shit was sold out. I'm like, wow, for a fucking draft party? Go figure. But uh, they also said, uh, just a quick note, they said AI, his uh, celebrity summer classic, you know, it's like his charity or whatever. He said he's bringing that back to Philly. I believe uh, he hasn't done it in Philly in maybe at least five years right now, maybe 10 years. It's been a minute. So that's cool. You know, I believe uh, it goes to the Boys and Girls Center. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But anyway, nice charity. I believe it's like an all-star game. I believe basketball, softball, middle of the summer. So that's cool, AI, bringing that back to the city. I appreciate that. Also, check out this funny-ass clip, clip on YouTube. He was on ESPN. Uh, interviewing him for the draft, draft night. And uh, he, he was uh, mocking that LeBron meme, that LeBron James meme. <laughs> you know, AI, AI, crazy as shit. He probably was, had a couple in him, nice couple hennies in him, Corona's in him when he said that shit. So when you get a chance, check out that, the YouTube clip. Other than that, I'm shutting it down, man. Another week, a great week for the Sixers. We got Ben Simmons, a couple other guys. We'll see how that goes. Uh, we're getting busy, man. Uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll get a, one of these trades to go down, or we're going to sign a free agent or two. Security guard spots. Also, hopefully, I'm not sure if he'll do it, but uh, I'm loving Mike Colony. That's my personal pick. He got experience playing with Biggs, 28 years old, so he's still in his prime. 
Strong-headed dude, good defender, always top of the league with steals. Again, uh, he has familiarity playing with big guys, so, you know, playing with Zebo and Gasol, so that would be like a, a nice, easy transition for him. So that would be my personal pick if they could somehow pull that off and sign my colony. I, I would actually give us a chance to, to maybe grab the number eight spot this year. I'm putting it out there. I'm predicting it. If they grab Mike Colony as a free agent, I'm predicting the, at least the number AC right now. With the roster still <laughs> undecided, this raid. <laughs> and I have no drinks in me. <laughs> so fuck it. But peace, y'all. Thank y'all for hitting us up. I mean, you know, checking us out again. We're a brand new podcast trying to give you that good raw sixes talk. Uncut, no bullshit, not that watered down radio shit. You know what I mean? Give us a play on iTunes, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Any question, comments, hit us up. Let us know. I'll read them shits on the podcast, you know. Peace. Appreciate it again. We out.